0: Hi, I'm Ruthie, your host of the Consistency Corner Podcast. I'm a mom, a full-time marketing director, and cheerleader for other goal-getter women. I'm a retail veteran turned self-taught corporate marketing executive who's dabbled in blogging, network marketing, sales, and coaching. At just 20 years old, I knew someday I wanted to help powerful brands ensure their message was consistent across all channels of the marketplace. And I was always inspired by female-led brands grounded in supporting women. The consistency corner marketing method helps you create a foundation for your brand to sparkle so it can make an impact and an income. On this podcast, we'll talk all things marketing and help you create an effective strategy for your brand and discuss mindset and productivity tips to help you be at your best, even while you juggle all the things. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 13 of the Consistency Corner podcast. Today, we are going to dive into a huge piece of the Consistency Corner marketing method and talk about the importance of having a brand guide and what all should be included in your brand guide. Now, the Consistency Corner Marketing Method is a framework to help you create a brand that sparkles so that you can truly make an impact and an income. And there's four components of the framework that include mindset, your brand guide, your business goals, and your content strategy and plan. Now, we talk mindset every Monday here on the podcast, and mindset is the foundation of everything you do in your business, not just marketing. We'll spend plenty of time talking mindset because just like every single day, you have to take a shower to keep the dirt away, you've got to work on your mindset every single day to keep it in the right place and to keep the negativity out. But knowing that mindset is the foundation of everything you do, now I'd like to jump in and get started at the bottom layer of the pyramid of the consistency corner marketing method, which is your brand guide. So why do you need a brand guide? Well, a brand guide is a comprehensive and cohesive document or even a blueprint or recipe for all the things that make up your brand. It gives you and your team a guide to filter all your decisions through when it comes to representing your brand in the marketplace. A lot of the components of your brand guide are probably already swirling around in your head, but getting it out on paper helps you get consistent with your brand message because it puts it in front of your face and helps you grow your confidence in who you are because you've clarified it. And as you communicate that consistent message to your audience, not only will you grow in your confidence, but you'll build trust and loyalty by being consistent. Now, if you're a solopreneur, you might think that you don't need a brand guide because you, quote, know, unquote, I'm doing the air finger quotes here, um, you know everything about your brand. But as we dive into the elements of a brand guide, you might realize that there are parts of your brand that you haven't considered. It's kind of like that weird hallway in your house that you forgot to decorate. And even though you walk past it every single day, you just don't think about it. You don't need to decorate it. But as soon as you do, it's so much better and you love it and you grow in confidence in that space. And every time you go there, you're like, oh, I love this. I'm so glad I put this mirror here or this plant or whatever. There's pieces of your brand that you're going to find you haven't considered. But then once you do... You're going to fall in love with it even more and be that much more passionate about your own brand, which honestly, that passion and confidence will translate when you're talking to your customers and your audience. If you have a team, if you're not a solopreneur and you've got team members, it's even more important to have a comprehensive brand guide to ensure that your brand mission, values, and messaging are clear to your entire team so that they can deliver a consistent experience to your customers. So what all goes into a brand guide? The first thing I wanna preface this list with is that it is a living, working document. Like a vision board or a calendar, things can change. You can always tweak, add to it, or even pivot elements of your branding, but you have to start somewhere. I don't want you to be chasing perfection here. As we dive into the different elements, just you know, jot down what comes to your mind first and you can always go back and edit later. You're definitely want to get, going to want to grab a pen and take some notes because there's a lot. And in fact, we're going to go through your brand guide in two episodes, but part one, we are going to dive into now. I will say this is a little bit of a time investment in building your brand, but it's building a strong foundation and you will be so glad you did it. So step one of your brand guide is defining your mission, vision, and values. This is the stuff that maybe is not quite as fun as choosing colors, fonts, and photos, but it truly is your North Star. I have read for years that you should always start with your mission and vision, but just busting out a mission statement is a lot harder than it sounds. Either you get writer's block or you can't quite find the right language to truly clarify what you do, and it can take time to get the right fit. But it's like finding the perfect pair of jeans. It's a hunt, and once you find it, It's so worth it. The other analogy that I like to use for your mission, vision, and values is that it's kind of like building a house. Picking out the cement or the block for your foundation isn't all that interesting. And no, I'm not even 100% sure that's what goes into a foundation, but my husband is in construction, so I'm pretty sure it is. But picking out those things isn't all that interesting. I mean, everybody would rather pick out flooring and paint colors and light fixtures, the fun part. But your foundation, without your foundation, your house will crumble. And your foundation for your brand is your mission, vision, and values. And then the flooring, paint, and lighting are things like your logo, colors, and key images, the pretty stuff that everybody sees. And they may look pretty, and they're the fun and sparkly things that we love to show off. But without a foundation, if you just throw some flooring and light fixtures and curtains on a you know piece of dirt, they're not going to last. We need a foundation. So thinking about your mission and vision, let's talk about the difference between a mission statement and a vision statement. A vision statement focuses on tomorrow and what your organization ultimately wants to become, where a mission statement focuses on today and what an organization does to achieve that mission. I think your mission is something that you share with internal and external audiences, while your vision statement is really more for your internal team. It's an aspiration and a goal. Your mission is why you exist, your intention, and ultimately how you deliver it. And then your vision is inspirational and challenges growth for you and your organization. Mission and vision both answer the question of who you help, how and why you help them, and where you want to go. So what are your values? And I, you'll hear me talk a lot about a values-based brand because I so believe in values leading us from a place of consistency because it builds trust with our clients, our team, and ultimately builds confidence in ourselves. Living by our values as people and as companies reinforces authenticity and ultimately aligns you with the community you were designed to serve. Customers who identify with your values will be attracted to work with you, and employees who resonate with your values will be drawn to your team as well. When it comes to writing out your mission, vision, and values, I encourage you to start with a brain dump. Just get it out all on paper or a Google Doc, and then maybe take a few days or even longer to revisit it. Sit with it, let the words marinate in your brain, talk it over with someone on your team or a friend to bounce ideas off of, and remember that you can always tweak down the road. When you feel like you're finished, start saying it out loud. Think about how you would teach your mission, vision, and values to a new employee. When I graduated from college, I worked for Victoria's Secret for a long time, and I can still tell you the four brand values I learned in week one of my management onboarding. Those values may have been overarching and ultimately probably could have been implemented and used in a number of organizations, but they really did shape how I made daily decisions for both my team and my customers. As I helped my current company in my corporate marketing role define our values, we worked a lot on company history and what was important to the owners, as well as what is important to our customers. And today, I reference those values with my team as we create content on a regular basis. I had to pop in for just a second to tell you about the new content planning template that I have created just for you to help you create a system and a strategy to organize your content over the next month. What if you could sit down for just 10 to 15 minutes, do a quick brain dump, and have content ideas for the entire month mapped out? I'm talking about blog posts or podcasts, emails, social media, including stories and reels all planned on your calendar in a way that is efficient and easy for you to get consistent with. I've created this content planning with your brand guide in mind. So check the link in the show notes or go to ruthystarrett.com to grab your copy and start planning your content based upon those brand values. All right, so step two of our brand guide is getting to know your ideal customer. Now that you know your mission, vision, and values, you're going to think about and talk about who you are serving or your ideal customer. And the thing is, you cannot talk to just everyone because you'll end up talking to no one. So some some things to consider are, who is she? Could you really describe her to someone else? And when I say she, it could be a he, but ultimately, like you want to think about one person. What's their age? What's their income? What are their interests and hobbies? How would their friends describe them? What do they value? This goes back to those values because your ideal customer's values are gonna be in alignment with your brand values. What problems does your ideal customer have? What motivates your ideal customer? What annoys her? Now, a lot of times as you sit down and you start jotting those things down, you might think like, but I have more than one ideal customer, or I don't want to alienate anybody. But again, I'm going back to that conversation of as you try to talk to everyone, you end up talking to no one. And what you'll find is that as you narrow your focus and niche down and really dial in with your ideal customer, you're going to create more trust with your audience, you're going to convert more, and you're really going to find your people. You might even attract people who are not your ideal customer, but ultimately by staying focused on that ideal customer, it helps you clarify your messaging, it helps you get consistent, and it helps you create a relationship with the customers that you were meant to serve. Now, if you've been in business for a little while and you've got multiple product offerings, you could have more than one ideal customer, but I do wanna caution you in saying that you should always have one primary ideal customer. You can have a second or even a third ideal customer, but then you want to make sure that you are crafting messaging specifically for those customers as well. Um, And that's when it starts to get a little bit confusing because you're talking to, again, multiple people with multiple interests, multiple values. So try to pick that one ideal customer. And then if you have to layer in a second or a third based upon the pillars of your business, your product offerings, make sure that you are specifically then tailoring messaging and content for those second or third ideal customers. Um, at the end of the day, your ideal customer is going to guide you to the right decisions. Like, you know, when you filter things through your brand guide, you're thinking through your ideal customer. What do they want? Because your business is there to serve that ideal customer. So you want to make sure you're really dialed into what they want. And ultimately, They will reward you by, you know, giving you their loyalty. They'll become your raving fans because they'll feel seen and heard. And at the end of the day, that is the core desire that everybody is looking for. Everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to know that they matter. And, you know, Oprah taught that one. I think she heard it from Dr. Angelou and she talks about that. But anyway, if you're an Oprah fan, you know I'm gonna quote Oprah all the time because I love her. But core desire. People want to be seen, they want to be heard, they want to know that they matter. And by talking to your ideal customer in a language that they use, with values that speak to them, with product offerings that speak to them, they are going to feel seen. And then ultimately, they are going to become big fans of your business and your brand. So today we dug into quite a bit around the first half of your brand guide, and next week we'll dig dig into part two, steps three and four, where we will talk about your message and all of the details that define how you show up in the market. Definitely be sure to come back next week because I will have a special bonus resource available for you so you can start building out your own brand guide with some extra support. You can go ahead and get on the wait list with the link in the show notes, but definitely make sure you're here. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Consistency Corner podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Consistency Corner for more marketing made easy, mindset tips, and behind the scenes of working mom life. If today's podcast was helpful, I'd love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share a screenshot and tag me in stories so I can cheer you on and learn more about how to support you in building a brand that truly sparkles.